0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is the mesh.
1: Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad.
0: Hello, Meredith. Good to be here.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here on our season finale for Taysha Adams. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling. I'm feeling good that we've gotten through the season. I feel good for Taysha that. She was able to find someone and make a decision and remember this is just engagement. It does not necessarily mean they'll get married or live happily ever after
1: i I think that Tasha seems very happy with Zach, who is our winner um unfortunately, it was not Ben, but i I will now be on the train for Zach and Tasha because she just seems very happy with him and he seems to know that she's way out of his league so I think he's going to treat her well
0: well as as your mom said during the show last night he won the lottery speaking of Zach playing playing up to Tasha. I would classify this as probably the biggest upset since Billy Joel got to marry Christy Brinkley or Or that guy on Saturday Night Live got to marry Scarlett Johansson. I think that it's in that sort of category.
1: Colin Jost is a total babe.
0: He just wrote a book called He Has a Very Punchable Face. So uh, I I think he's playing up out of his league as well. Maybe not as much as Zach, but still a a pretty big upset.
1: Well, we here at My Dad Watches the Bachelor support Zach and Taysha, we're excited to see what happens with them you know we didn't get an after the final rose last night due to the pandemic but I I have read some some tweets from a respectable spoiler man and he says that they're still engaged and together and Taysha has been posting pictures of them on Instagram so I think they're still happy and I'm excited to see how long it lasts
0: well I we here on the show do wish them the best, and, and we both we both uh, hope that they make it last, and we hope that we hope that they do live happily ever after. Although we know that from history that not all of these things work out. But anyway, we had two shows to finish this thing out. To finish this thing out that we had to go through. So, um, what were your highlights from the shows?
1: Cool. so I enjoyed Zach's. Fantasy sweet date when he and Taisha told each other that they loved each other. I thought you know Zach wasn't my first choice as we probably all know by now, but it was a very sweet moment when they confessed their love and Taisha's like in the moment interviews where they where she was talking to producers. She just seemed so excited and she was like Zach loves me and I love Zach and she was just she was on cloud nine and it was very cute to see.
0: There were some very sweet moments, and and I found it interesting that our one of our other finalists, Ivan, he didn't say, I love you. He said, I'm falling in love with you, and I think she said, I'm falling in love with you, which I, I guess that's close enough. I don't know, but apparently it wasn't as close as, as Zach.
1: Well, there are lots of levels of love in Bachelor Nation, so we, we start with, I could see myself falling in love with you. And then we move to, I'm falling in love with you. And then we get to, I am in love with you. What the differences are between all of them, I'm unsure on. But that that is very consistent throughout all of these shows.
0: Okay, that sounds fair. And and uh, yeah, I'm sure that the bachelorette is expecting to hear certain things. And if the, the bachelors want to stay around, they have to say certain things. So I, I can see some sort of... Uh, progression going there.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Another high of mine was the final three answering a big question I've always had Are the fantasy suites back to back to back? So the way the guys were talking, it was like one guy was leaving Tasha in the morning after breakfast, they would all convene, and then the next guy was going on his date that same day and it could have been editing or something the producers were telling the guys to say but I think it's funny to believe that the fantasy suites are three nights in a row and tasha 's just taken one after the next after the next
0: well see I, I noticed that as well I did categorize it as a low light <laughs> and I was and I wrote how much time between these fantasy suite dates is there enough time to actually take a shower I'm asking for my friend Brendan who seemed just uh, we we got to see Brendan melt down, and I'm sure we'll we'll get to talk about that a little bit as we go as we go forward.
1: I'm not so con- I mean the shower is a good point if these are back to back to back, but I would be more concerned with the lack of sleep that it seems Tasha's getting because you know Ivan was like oh we didn't sleep at all last night we stayed up talking all night like if I was staying up past one a.m. I would need a full day to recover.
0: I think if you stay up past eleven a.m. eleven p.m., you might need a full day to recover. But uh, um, that's that's a good point, and you know, uh, you know, rest is important, and hygiene is as well. So I, I hope that they had time to. I, I hope they spread that out a little bit. It, it made me a little uncomfortable.
1: So my last high is Ben coming back to confess his love for Tasha. I think I. I will speak for all girls. I don't know if I can. But it is every girl's dream to have Ben Smith, the hunky, hunky God that he is, come back after you've sent him home and be like, no, I'm in love with you. Like, I want to be with you. Like, I was just thrilled. And then. Afterwards, Taysha going in for the first kiss. We watched the episode together last night. I audibly screamed. I was so excited that she did that. And Ben coming back and getting to be part of the final too. I don't know if this has ever happened before that Taysha sends someone home and then he comes back and he gets to be part of the final. That I don't. I've never seen that.
0: It, it, uh, he, he came back from the brink, and 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 throughout the, the episode, I just sort of felt like he. Did he do enough to deserve to get there to the final two and that, uh, you know, the other people had gone more through the process? He missed some things. He missed fantasy suites. Um, and, and then he, he seemed to get welcomed back a little too easily, in my view. I did put down as a highlight uh, for me as, you know, Ben left pretty much because at a time he should have told Tasha that he was in love with her. He sort of froze and there were words that she wanted to hear that he could not say. And then he comes back to say what he needs to say, and good for him. I'm glad that he was able to do that, saying that, I love you. And then he really can't stop saying, I, lo- I love Tasha. You know, he's telling the, the mom, the dad, Chris Harrison, probably the chauffeur in the, in the limo that was driving him around, he just can't seem to stop saying it. So I, I found that a little bit uh, uh, funny.
1: I thought it was cute. It was cute. And I might have said that was my last high, but I actually have one more. Zach and Taysha leaving their engagement by hailing their New York City taxi. I quite enjoyed that.
0: That was that was cute. Yeah, you know, I guess he, you know, bringing the taxi there. He must have been confident that she uh, was going to say yes, and as I thought, he should be at that point in time.
1: Well, I don't think that the taxi is Zach's personal taxi. Well, I so what the
0: the, 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 the people he didn't tell the people. Hey, make sure you bring the taxi because I have this idea. You think that the producers said, hey, wouldn't this be cute?
1: Maybe a combo of it, but I don't think the taxi would be there if he was getting dumped. I don't think they'd make him walk out in his taxi alone. Although that would have been pretty funny.
0: <laughs> so, I have a couple of highs that you missed. Oh, okay. Uh, number one, I really enjoy Neil Lane, the jeweler. You know, <laughs> when he knocks on the door and says, Hey, I'm Neil Lane, like everyone should know who it is. If somebody knocked on my door and said it was Neil Lane, I probably would not know who it is. Now, maybe they're expecting the jeweler Neil Lane. They watch the show more than I, but he just seems so, so daggum happy. I just really enjoyed Neil Lane.
1: Well, and, did you enjoy Neil Lane more when he came to talk to Zach, or when he was with Brendan? I enjoyed them both. <laughs>
0: I enjoyed them both. He was just so happy. I, I really watched I did enjoy watching him talk to Brendan and and Brendan sweating and <laughs> and uh, and and that seemed to just make Neil Lane more enthusiastic as he was watching Brendan sweat and <laughs> wonder whether this was a good thing. That just seemed to really egg Neil Lane on. So I really like Neil Lane. That's a great gig. Uh, you know i'm I'm sure he was a success he's probably a famous successful jeweler I am blessed by a wonder to be married to a wonderful woman that does not put that much stock in jewelry which has been really good for me so i I don't know the famous jewelers out there so i I found that to be a highlight uh, and I really enjoyed big paulie and Chris doing the announcing at the date when Ivan and Tasha set the record for, I don't even know what we the call The
1: world's this. longest, coldest kiss.
0: Who keeps these records? I have no idea.
1: Guinness. Guinness.
0: Okay. And maybe. There, maybe. <laughs> I don't remember them saying Guinness. I've not really checked the Guinness Book of World Records recently, but uh, it, I, I just found myself wanting to know. Who is Big Pauly? Why is he qualified to be the color commentator in this particular event? Can we have more events where Big Pauly is the color commentator? Can we bring him on NFL games where he can like say smart things like that?
1: Well, see, I had Big Pauly as a low because I have no freaking clue who Big Pauly is. And they just casually throw him in there like anyone should know. And as a big Bachelor Nation fan, I feel like I would know who he is if he was anybody my best guess is he's the guy that takes the luggage away when Tasha sends people home.
0: It's not like in a pandemic they have a lot of options to say, let's bring in, you know, there, there, is a, there is a color commentator in Iceland who actually does this sort of work. But unfortunately, because of the pandemic, he can't travel. So let's grab the luggage guy <laughs> and, and call him Big Polly.
1: I think they should have called in Bennett. <laughs> Bennett? Yeah, Bennett would have been better. Big Polly had no idea what was going on in How does he become a longest, coldest kiss expert? I don't see that man kissing many people for very long.
0: I think that just made it even better to to think that he would be the person. And and I I think we should find other events to include Big Pauly in them.
1: Well, maybe he'll be going to Nima Colon with Matt James and we'll get to see some more of him.
0: We can only hope.
1: All right. Do you have any other highs? Those are my highs. Those are your highs. Okay. Well, since you started my lows with Big Polly, I'll keep going there. Um, a low for me, I really enjoyed the setup for Ivan's fantasy suite in the little camper. I thought it was pretty cute. Like, it's something that, like, I could go to the mountains for and pay to go glamping in. I could see myself doing that for a weekend. But as a female, my mind immediately went to the bathroom situation. That's a very little bathroom right next to a very little bed. Like, what if one of them has to go number two? That was just going to be a mood killer. Maybe that's why Ivan got sent home, because he pooped in front of Tasha.
0: I, You know, that didn't cross my mind, and, and I really don't want to spend that much time thinking about it. So I, I think you probably really disturbed anyone still listening to the podcast, but keep going.
1: There's really no hiding what's going on in that bathroom. And, you know, just like... First time spending the night with a guy, like, that's not, I want to be able to hide.
0: Yeah, but the thing is that I'm not sure these people actually eat on this show. They just actually go out to dinner and and talk and and pick at their food. They spend the
1: entire night in that little camper, though. So you're going to the bathroom sometime at night.
0: I'm sure there's a porta potty outside for the staff, so Mm -mm. maybe uh, she went out there.
1: Okay, next low, Tayshia's taste in fruit. This is big for me. Morning after breakfast with Ivan, they're eating a bowl of fruit, and Ivan asks which ones she wants, and Tasha says, I want the honeydew. The honeydew? I have literally never heard of anyone being like, I'm going to go out of my way to eat honeydew. That is the worst fruit of all fruits.
0: I, I think that you're being pretty picky at this point in time. But you know, if, if that's if that's a low, I'm I'm thinking there weren't that many lows. To you, I, I, what's what's wrong with the honeydew?
1: Honeydew's gross. It doesn't taste like anything. If you could have strawberry, blackberry, banana, peach, honeydew, what are you picking there?
0: Well, who knows what else was not in the bowl? Honeydew. How do you know what else was in the bowl? Maybe it was grapefruit. I'm not a big grapefruit guy. Maybe uh, there, there was some other.
1: I bet there was pineapple foods. in there. You pick pineapple over honeydew.
0: Okay.
1: I'm just saying. I think that's some questionable taste by Tasha.
0: Okay. Well, so I'm surprised she still had guys chasing after her after she picked the honeydew.
1: Maybe that's why she and Ivan didn't work out. You know, the bathroom situation and then the honeydew is just—it was destined to fail. Okay. So my last low is watching poor Ben get sent home for a second time. It wasn't funny, like. Bennett getting sent home for a second time this this poor guy we've seen him grow so much this season and he's shared so much with us and it hurts me watching him be hurt and I I was very excited that he was coming back and then you know I was excited for his last date with Taysha, and Taysha just comes in she's like I know who I want to be with and it's not Ben and I'm like dang it this is not gonna go well for my guy I, I feel bad for him, but I think he handled it better the second time.
0: Perhaps because his expectations were not as high, or I don't know. He, you know, Coming back the way he did, I, I sort of felt that he had something that he needed to say. He had something he needed to get off his chest. He succeeded in doing that. You hope for the best, but perhaps he was better prepared this time.
1: Yeah, and I do think Tasha's reasoning, like— he missed out on a lot of time by not having the fantasy suite like i think that's fair she had 12 maybe maybe 12 hours of an uninterrupted time unrecorded time with zach and she didn't get any of that with ben and like ben was kind of starting to go out of her mind for a while like that's hard to recover from when time is such an important element on this show
0: okay fair enough
1: all right so what are your lows <laughs>
0: Well, uh, a few few lows I wanted to touch on. Number one um, was the awkward bro time before the overnight dates where <laughs> Brendan and Ivan and uh, Zach are sitting around and sort of looking at each other saying, oh, I can't wait. And then they're sort of looking at each other saying, oh, we're all about to sleep with the same girl or have an overnight with the same girl that I'm sort of dating and you're sort of dating. and." and they all seem like gen- genuinely nice guys and they all seem to get along better than they should be considering this whole situation um you you know my position on one guy hugs and that sort of thing and and they they're they're just very friendly and nice guys and just the whole awkwardness of realizing what's going on and the dynamic and, you know, you, you know, they're all sort of talking and smiling and then they sort of like look down and you can sort of see their brains whirring thing. Oh, she's actually going to sleep with that other guy.
1: You can see Brendan getting paler and paler yeah. as the days go yeah. by. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, Visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative. We tell your story.
0: So, so I, I, I sort—I of, found that as a low.
1: I found that amusing.
0: I found that as an amusing low. So another low is that yeah, you know, there, there's sort of this gap in the Ivan Tasha story of that that appears to center around religion, where they spent the night talking and. And then when it's time for Tasha to make her decision, she grabs Ivan and they go for a, a, a talk and, and, a, apparently he's going to leave because they're not, uh, they're not together on the religion thing, which is, is very fair, but just as a viewer, it was just sort of, it came a little bit out of left field.
1: Yeah. We would definitely miss that conversation. It wasn't acknowledged at all, like in their interviews afterwards, um, Tayshia's saying she's a very religious person, and I'm assuming that Ivan's not based off of them separating because of those differences. Um, but I, Ivan's an aerospace engineer, so he's probably more of a math and science kind of guy. But I I agree. Like, I, I think that we deserved more of an explanation there.
0: So, so I just found a little bit of a gap there to be disconcerting. And my final low is... Was 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 the proposal location? You know, we're we're in this wonderful, beautiful resort, but when it's time for Zach to make his proposal, we're going to Death Valley, somewhere out in the desert. You know, it looks like there're dead animals probably all over the place. It looks like Walter White must have a meth lab right around the corner, and it just it just seemed to be unnecessary to go out in the desert where I'm sure we could have found a nice place there on the resort to do it
1: reminded me of the Lion King where Scar and the hyenas live.
0: There could have been hyenas or other wild animals just around the corner chewing on the bones of... Uh, like
1: elephant carcasses. Or,
0: or, you know, Brendan or, or somebody <laughs> else that uh, got thrown off there.
1: Yeah, you, you did say it looked like the part of Survivor at the end where the finalists go through the island and... Uh, reminisce on all the contestants that they voted out and then burn all of their names as as an honor to them. So I, I think that's a new element that should be added to the show. Final two gets to go through and look at all the names of all the fallen men and, yeah. and really reminisce on that and be like, we beat you. Yeah,
0: they, you know, they could go by and say... Remember that Yousef guy? He was crazy, wasn't he? You know, and, and think about all the fun times we had there. So Poor
1: Jason, how Claire emotionally destroyed him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Boy, she really put him through the ringer. I hope he's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is something that we should probably talk to Chris Harrison about.
0: Well, hopefully he's listening to the podcast and they can incorporate some of our ideas into future shows. Perfect.
1: Okay, right reason. I feel like we're going to agree on this one. I think Brendan is our right reason of these two episodes. Brendan, after before his fantasy suite date, he told Taysha that he was going to leave because he needed time to heal and grow, and he wasn't ready to commit. You know, he has a lot of pain from his, I guess, his last divorce that he's not over, and he knows that he's not ready to give Taysha what she needs. And I think that was very big of him to be upfront with Tasha about, you know, Tasha acknowledged it too. She's like, I'm glad he told me now rather than like, if we were already engaged, that would have really sucked. Um, but I, I think I, in hindsight, you can see it coming, but I didn't really see it coming. You know, he had the, the date with Neil Lane where they're picking out rings and looking at different engagement rings and Brendan's getting paler and paler. And, you know, we're sitting there like, Oh, is he gonna, is he going to, throw up? Like, is he going to pass out? This is not looking good for him. And so I thought he was just, you know, having some last minute nerves, but I wasn't expecting him to actually be like, yo, I'm out of here.
0: Well, uh, and, and that was my right reason as well. And and I didn't expect it until we got to meet Neil Lane and, and start looking at rings and see how he was reacting because uh, the, the, the foreverness of of marriage seemed to be really hitting him across the face and he did not seem to be dealing with it well you know part of me wondered well did it take this long for you to get to the point where you recognized these feelings you know did you not understand that coming onto the show or maybe some things that happened on the show helped you realize this and i will say some guys might have shared that revelation after the fantasy Suites, he did not. So good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was uh, classy on his part. Yeah, and he seems like a very nice guy. Uh, again, in my view, a little bit out of his league uh, it, it, with Tasha, but uh, you know, kudos to him for recognizing that he was not ready and and sharing that with uh, with her.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. It kind of takes me into my wrong reason, too, which is the producers. Feel like they really screwed Brendan over there. They're like, "Oh, we know that he uh, is having some doubts. Let's make his date be with Neil Lane, looking at wedding rings, just to really push him over the cliff and see what happens." I feel like the producers really did him dirty there, and also some wrong reason. We, I, I feel like we had some editing continuity issues last night. You know, we see Tasha's dad come to her. And tell her, like, you need to be careful. We don't want you making the same mistake. Like, we want you to pick someone that you're sure about. And she's wearing this nice denim dress. And then we see her cry, be upset. And then we go to Zach's final date. She's not wearing the denim dress. She's kind of in her head about, like, I don't know if I want to get married. I don't know if Zach is the right guy. Nothing about Ben. All about Zach. And then we go to what we think is going to be Ben's date. She's back wearing the denim dress and she dumps Ben. So I think that Taisha had this conversation with her dad, realized Ben wasn't the one, went and dumped Ben, and then had her date with Zach. So while she was having this dancing date with Zach and it was all in her head, Zach was the only guy that was left. And it wasn't more of like, is it Ben, is it Zach? It was, is it Zach or is it no one? I think that. We we kind of got some context. It was out of context when we were watching it.
0: I, I didn't notice that until you mentioned it while we were watching it last night. Tisha does not seem to be the sort of person that wears the same outfit more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I think that you're right that they, they did some slicing and editing there uh, to maintain a level of drama. But it probably didn't work out that way. It probably The timing probably worked out the way that you suggested in that Ben got his walking papers before the date was Zach and, and she might have been a little shaken by just the whole situation and her head wasn't totally in it. And uh, But at that point in time, there was only one man standing.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. So what are your wrong reasons?
0: Well, I have one wrong reason, and this one might surprise you a bit. I'm giving my wrong reason dad.
1: Oh uh,
0: because when the guys met the family, that was fine. And, and the dad seemed to be enjoying this whole thing and, and being on screen a little too much for my taste because you know I'm, I'm not an advocate of this is how you meet your, your spouse and, and really would not want to be part of this circus. But uh, what bothered me was when he came for his private visit with his daughter. And was telling her that I can't let you get hurt again, and basically, uh, you know, was, was uh, seem, seemed to me to be discouraging her from getting engaged, period. And as a dad, I certainly don't want you or your brother to be hurt, but I also have to recognize that you have to make some of these decisions on your own. And I just thought he was a little bit over the top there and being a downer and. and and discouraging her, yeah, you, know, you can't put your kids in a box and and keep them safe forever. You got to let them fly a bit. Know that tasha has been through some difficult things, but at some point you have to trust your kids. And as I told you last night, I I trust your judgment. And uh, you know, you're, you know, you might get hurt sometimes, but. Uh, you know, I, I just felt myself thinking, you know, come on, Taisha's dad. Would you rather your daughter not get engaged? Because then she's just going to show up on Chlamydia Island, and that's going to be much worse. So come on, dad.
1: <laughs> well, okay, that wrong reason really turned into some fatherly advice. But I, I, was, I was a little confused by Tasha's father's advice. Um, I, I kept saying, what's he saying? Is he saying pick no one? Because he was like, yeah, Ben's a good guy. Zach's a good guy. But don't make a mistake. And I'm like, what, what's the mistake? Getting engaged? Picking one of them over the other? It really, it wasn't helpful in my book.
0: So, you know, uh, fathers know best, but that time I thought that uh, the dad was not very helpful. Father's, <laughs> new, fathers usually know best.
1: Except when they bring out the dad law.
0: I think you should be following dad law. But, uh, <laughs> you know, speaking of Chlamydia Island, you know, we got three more candidates. You know, do you think that... Brendan, Ivan, or Ben are, are strong candidates to show up on Chlamydia Island. Yes. All three? Yes. Said, I'm not so sure about Brendan. To me, he sort of took a few steps back. Of, I'm not sure I'm ready for this commitment. I'm not sure he's got the Chlamydia Island bod. Uh, I think
1: that if any of the three of them want to go, they will be there.
0: I, I, I put Ben at the top of the list.
1: <laughs> so my MVP... Of the finale. Obviously has to be Zach and Tasha. They're a very cute couple. I'm very happy for them. I hope that. They have a long happy life together. And that Zach actually does want to have babies. And that doesn't cause them to break up. When he decides he doesn't. But I have to give an honorable mention. To my boy Ben Smith. He. I, I was most excited about everything involving Ben. These past four hours of The Bachelorette. He's my overall season MVP and stud muffin and I'm excited to see what the future holds for him in Bachelor Nation and as an influencer.
0: Well, good luck with that. That's uh, an interesting vocation. Uh, I did get a question. You know, we, we people can now email us on mydadwatchesthebachelor at gmail.com.
1: or you can DM us on Instagram, for those of you who know how to do that. That's
0: right. You can do that as well on the, inst- on, on the Instagram. So here's the question that uh, just came in this morning. If all of the men in The Bachelorette went to a different part of La Quinta Resort, would that be called Gigolo Island or the Island of Misfit Boy Toys? <laughs> <laughs> it's a question I just got. Um, Do you have a response?
1: I don't know how to answer that. Uh, it seems very festive, the Island of Misfit Boy Toys. I like that. Maybe that could be a new name for Bachelor in Paradise.
0: As opposed to Chlamydia Island? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, I, uh, we'll workshop that. Okay.
1: <laughs> well... That was an interesting question.
0: Um, it just just came in. I,
1: I think we had another question too.
0: Well, we did get a question of whether uh, Claire and Dale were still together.
1: And the answer is a definitive yes. You can see that all over their social media. Um, there have been rumors that Dale has been stepping out on Claire a little bit with some other women in New York City, which I would not recommend because I think Claire would actually – Cut off his genitals, but they are currently together.
0: Well, I, I I hope that they're together. I hope that they're happy. I just I I do worry because I think that Claire is a handful, and <laughs> that uh, unless Dale is very very attentive, things are not going to work out well there. I agree. So I, I wish them luck. So glad that you could answer that as well.
1: All right. Do you have any? fatherly advice to wrap up Tasha's season
0: I have a surprisingly I do I do have a little <laughs> bit of fatherly advice uh number one you know if you're in love with somebody you really need to tell that person uh if you want to be able to sleep at night and I'm thinking about poor Ben that uh you know if if it's you know if your heart's really there you need to share it Uh, You don't want to go through life having the sort of misgivings there uh, of of what you should have said or what you should have done. So I'm glad that he was able to come back and say that because I think that's going to be be good for him in the long run. Uh, Secondly, if you're serious, if you're having a serious relationship with somebody, you're going to get engaged or married, uh, you really should talk through the big issues like kids, like religion, like where are we going to live, what are we going to do, which I just hate to say this, but that was advice that JoJo told Taysha. And I'm, I'm not a big JoJo fan, you know, So, but, but I had to agree with her there.
1: JoJo knows what she's talking about. She and Jordan going strong.
0: So anyway, so you know, kudos to JoJo, uh, and I'll, I'll steal that for some fatherly advice. Last thing, don't find your future spouse on a reality show. Please, Meredith, don't do it that way. <laughs> do it the old-fashioned way. Find that person that... You know, in in a bar, you know, at 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 church or your religious institution or or somewhere. I understand your kids have these apps today, whatever. You yeah, know, don't go on a reality TV.
1: Well, show. here's the thing: I just can't make any promises. If Ben is our next bachelor after Matt James, like someone nominate me, please. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we've got to finish up, Tasia season it's been very fun i've i've quite enjoyed it it's been a nice break from the pandemic
0: well it's been fun we encourage all of our listeners to subscribe to our podcast you can subscribe on spotify apple itunes wherever and (laughs) if you're enjoying it which if you're still listening at this point, we hope that you are, <laughs> We give us a good rating and we want you to support all of The Mesh podcasts. So uh, check out the TV because they've got a lot of cool podcasts going on there as well. And we're going to do this again because we don't really get much of a break.
1: Yeah, you know, Matt James' season starts in less than two weeks. So we are very excited. Um, we're going to have some podcasts for the preseason out soon going over... Our intro to Matt James, looking through his women, making our top four picks, which I'm going to spend a lot of time doing because I have embarrassed myself thoroughly this season with my top four. Uh, but it's going to be a fun time. We, we don't have much time to waste.
0: Well, I, I look forward to spending time with you. And if I have to watch these shows to do it, I, I'm willing to do that.
1: <laughs> All right. So join us next time as we dive into Matt James' season of The Bachelor from the right perspective and my dad's.